Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alex Habersham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on a new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Gap. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. You either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. Coming soon. Welcome to A Call to Action. I'm your host, Alex Habersham. And as I was thinking about interviewing our guest for the day, I was trying to think of the importance of the role that not only he plays in our community, but the institution which he represents. And I, you know, it was, I had great difficulty in trying to think of an institution that's more important than Atrium Navison Health which is the organization that we are going to discuss today and the institution. And we're going to talk with uh, Mr. Dale Becchio Finlay, who's the president and CEO of Atrium uh, Navison Health. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, Lacey. How are you, sir? Good to see I'm you again. You know, it's been a long time. I think, you know, when you first got here, I had the opportunity to interview you and we had a matter of fact, you hadn't even moved to Macon then. That's right. I was coming to you from Oakland that time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so welcome again to Macon. You've been here uh, long enough now for me to call you a homeboy. And <laughs> right on. You have hit the ground running. So let's first talk uh, just a little bit about yourself since it's been, how long has it been since you've been in the position? Uh, just under two years, man. We're about a oh. year, 10 months in. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, welcome again. Thank you, sir. Thank you again for the role that you have played in helping uh, Atrium Navison continue to have the kind of impact that it has had in this community for a whole lot of years, including the year that I was born, because I just happened to have been born at one of the predecessors, if you please, of Atrium Navison. So tell us a little bit about yourself. And then we'll move right into some of the most important initiatives that Atrium Nevison uh, has going on. Absolutely. See, again, thank you for the honor. You you said, uh, you know, I hit the ground running here in the last few years and definitely, uh, you know, really want to thank the board of this great organization and this great health system for the opportunity to lead here. Uh, but I will be remiss if I didn't say then that year to almost uh, two years uh, that I have come to appreciate and admire the the vital role that you and your organization plays in this community in Central and South Georgia. You have uh, definitely uh, laid a, a a foundation and a legacy, you and your family, obviously, uh, for uh, service in this community. And uh, I really uh, look up to you and I applaud you for that. But thank you again for the opportunity to be on. As you mentioned, I'm Del Becchio Finley, President and CEO here of Atrium Health Navicent. Uh, I've been here two years and it has been quite a ride. And I can't say thank you enough to 
um, my fellow Georgians, right? I'm from Atlanta, born and raised, uh, for uh, welcoming me and my family so graciously and really allowing us to be a part of this uh, a wonderful, wonderful community. Uh, you know, our health system has really kind of come through, like a lot of other systems, the 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 deeper and tougher ravages of COVID COVID nineteen, and fortunately, we're we're seeing the the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we still have a ways to go. We want to continue to keep everybody safe. We're starting to see flu uh, pandemic really start to kick in, which uh, sadly is a little bit of normalcy is what we used to see all the time. Uh, we certainly don't want to be light about that, but uh, but in some respects that that kind of connotes a bit of progress from what we saw as the really, really deadly virus that uh, impacted our community in some really uh, um, you know, long-standing ways, but we've come through that, and uh, we have really kind of uh, uh, pivoted to a strategy where we're designed to lead in our community and continue to lean in in partnership with everyone else to promote health, to promote learning, community, all that stuff that we'll get into. So, but thank you so much again for for the opportunity to be with you. Well, thank you, and I want to thank uh, Atrium Navison for the role that it played in trying to deal with that COVID nineteen man. It was. I mean, I know you all had extra beds and extra RVs and everything yep. lined up, extra housing, extra room, and all lined up to help accommodate the problems that we had with COVID-19. So my hat's off to you and Thanks, your sir. organization for the role that you all played. And I know you're continuing. And the thing that, uh, that we need to realize as citizens and as individuals and as business people, that, that health is holistic. Good health is holistic. And there are a lot of entities involved in providing good health education, good health care to the community. And there's a role that the community has to play. The first thing that I think the community needs to do is be familiar with all of the resources that are available for health. So just kind of talk about, oh man, you got so many initiatives and we want to talk about employment too. That's right. That's right. We talk about talent and talent acquisition before we finish. But, mm -hmm. it, you know, uh, I think it's incumbent upon all citizens because either you or your grandmama or your granddaddy or your children or somebody yep. is going to be affected by health, health, health problems. Yep. But then oftentimes we don't have enough knowledge about all of the resources that are available through Atrium and other uh uh, help uh, concern institution for the community. You, you're you're absolutely right, AC. And I, I, I was to, just to echo that. I mean, we obviously, as a health system, the the kind of the hallmark of what we do is take care of people when they are ill, right? So we have been able to provide whether it's uh, through our trauma center or through our children's hospital or through you know the the emergency rooms, uh, through our. Um, post-acute facilities, our skilled nursing facilities, our rehabilitation hospitals, through all of our ambulatory facilities and our urgent care facilities. Those are the places where we provide kind of the core of our, our, our healthcare services. But you're absolutely right that in our lives and over the lifespan of all of our community, we want to go upstream. We don't want to just take care of people when they're ill. We want to help people to get better, but we also want to keep people well because the beauty of living life is living it to the fullest. So if you're healthy, 
if you're getting a good education, if you have good employment, you're able to really fulfill, you know, your time and your days with spending time with your family, your loved ones, doing what you enjoy, being a productive member of society. That's what we want to do. So we have a host of programs that are designed to address things like what we call the social determinants. So food insecurity. We've been, we've had programs. We've developed even more programs for that. We've been able to expand some of our virtual health capabilities that we do. Uh, we did a lot of during COVID and you were just mentioning some of that to be able to meet people people where they are. We have a great partnership with uh, Peach County Schools that we just started recently. We're seeing a lot of students and faculty members and uh, um, a parts of the administration taking care of everybody there to keep them in the schools where they can get a good education. We don't want schools closing. We want to keep kids there. We don't want families to have to get off work if they can avoid that and they can keep kids there. They can stay at work. But all at the same time, we're not compromising everybody's ability to get equitable access to high quality health care. And so we look to partner with everybody. We partner with schools. We partner with faith based organizations. We partner with our local elect elected officials at the local level, at the state level and otherwise. And we're always looking for those relationships, right? Those nodes of trust where we can come to people and say, let's have an open dialogue about those things you're struggling with. And how do we keep you well? Because there's a lot easier and a lot more affordable to keep you well than to take care of you when you're sick. And if we can avoid that, we want to do that. We certainly want to be here if you're sick, but if we can keep you healthy, we see that as more successful role that we play in the community as well. And that's extremely important. And uh, there, thank you. I cannot overemphasize the need for education and familiarity with all of the information and resources that are available to all citizens. And I think it's incumbent upon all of us to learn all that we can about wellness, about healthcare, about resources, about programs that are available. Yep. You know, one way I bet that we could reduce the problems by up to 25% as it relates to health-related problems. Yep. In fact, we would, you know, learn more about the importance of of, of eating the right thing, but you got a program there. If mm -hmm. we can learn about the importance of maternal and prenatal care, you've got programs for that. If we could learn more about the access, yep. you know, the clinics, you know, a lot of people think they have to be rich, but there are all kinds of programs to be holistic, to try to meet people where they are, regardless of their financial status. So I want to mention right. one thing that I learned to show the importance of uh education and information. I did not know the role that breastfeeding can play in the well-being of a mother and a child, man. Right. That's right. I mean that that you look, I'm you know this hey, I didn't dye this gray hair in. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. I, I I got on that bandwagon a couple of years ago when I, I happened to be at a hospital in Los Angeles that we we uh, secured a designation called Baby Friendly Hospital, which is a designation where we say that we're promoting uh, a mother's right, not not a requirement, but a right to choose how she's going to provide nutrition to her kid. And part of that is educating that mother on the range of choices that she has. And breastfeeding is the most natural way to provide nutrition to a kid and has uh, residual benefits studies have shown for the mother as well, for the mother's uh, health as well. And for so long, particularly in uh, either socioeconomically challenged communities or communities of color, we were taught to look down on breastfeeding. You know, that breastfeeding was, oh, you can't afford the formula. You can't afford, you know, the higher end stuff for your kids. When in fact, 
the formulas are trying to replicate what the body naturally produces and actually then deprives the mother of that opportunity of that bonding, that connection, and the kid to get all of those natural nutrients and vitamins that is produced in the breast milk that helps to for them to you know grow healthy and strong and really to uh, uh, get a great start off in life. So when I heard about it, I was on a bandwagon too to just promote it. You know, I'm uh, fortunate and blessed that my wife did it for our daughter. Uh, uh, and it's you know there are studies that show that you know if you can go to three to six months, uh, that it's uh, even more uh, effective. But we try to meet people where they are because we also have to acknowledge that sometimes there are. Uh, challenges uh, where where mothers uh, are struggling with expressing and being able to uh, provide uh, uh, breast milk to their kids. And so we partner with people for uh, milk banks, actually, where you can get uh, breast uh, milk from other mothers who have um, uh, decided to, you know, uh, um, do lactation and, and other sort of things to, to preserve that milk that then we can actually transmit to people and help them to uh, uh, support their kids' nutrition when they may experience challenges. We have lactation consultants, which sometimes helps a lot of mothers get over that hump when they're, when they're challenging a little bit, but a lot of different resources. And you're right, that is so it is so uh, important and it's so important for us to make sure that we're educating people about it, sometimes deprogramming some of the things that we've learned over generations. Uh, and then the last thing I'll say about it is in supporting them because um, I talked to my mom after I was learning about all this and asked her if I was breastfed and she told me frankly, um, no, she said one, you know, it was painful too. She said, you know, it wasn't, she wasn't supported in terms of work and stuff like that. So, so as a society, we have to create the resources, whether they are rooms in the workplace, time for the mother to actually do, you know, um, uh, to get milk for, for the kids and stuff like that, and just support their ability to support their kids, which helps all of us in society. So it's a big deal, that's right? That's education. Just one example of the role that education can play. And I'm sure that as it relates to other illnesses, uh, there are resources, you know, for even if, if it's cancer, and mental health, you know, mm -hmm. just talk about the holistic of resources that are available uh, through Atrium for for the whole community. I don't Absolutely. think we can overemphasize that. I really do think that 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 it's kind of overlooked, you know, yeah. that it's incumbent upon us as yeah. human beings because you know we are human. Yep, and humans get sick. You yep. know, and, and and I think sometimes we overlook, you know, what's available to us as human beings, you know, to kind of deal with illnesses that we have and also to try to prevent getting illnesses. But we just need to know the resources so we can be educated. That's right. That's all, right. And then uh, Atrium does a phenomenal job. And a lot of people don't realize that of trying to address those health issues in our community. You got it. You got it. Well, you know, we do a lot of different things. You're right. And we try to meet uh, people in the community where they are. So we do uh, fairs at uh, uh, all various employers. And if there are employers out there who are interested in uh, working with us to do some work-based wellness initiatives, we're expanding our opportunities to do that, to come on site. Again, keeping people healthy at the job, because that's what you want when you're employing people. If they're healthy, then they can produce, you know, whether it's in sales or retail or manufacturing, all those different things, keep them well so that they can produce and then we can all do better. So we do it in the jobs, we do it in communities, again, with churches and other community centers. Uh, we even do something called walk with a doc. So a couple of times a year at a park in the community, you can come out with your family members, your, your neighbors or whatever, and walk with one of our doctors from our family health centers who just 
out in the community with you walking, talking, you're getting some personal fitness, right? And we're giving some advice on, you know, how to eat, um, how to exercise, how to stretch so that you don't injure yourself, all these different types of things. Uh, at one other, we have a fitness center, we have a wellness center, and we have tons of members around Macon Bibb County. We have an outstanding um, uh, fitness counselors there to work with uh, members who are part of the fitness center. I love it when I'm there. We even have a demonstration kitchen. So if you have, you know, cancer or diabetes or other chronic conditions, we're helping you to figure out how to prepare food so that they are healthy for you, but also delicious, right? So that it encourages you to, you to stay on that journey. And I tell you, it's this has been a personal joy of mine to see people in the gym now that we can be in those spaces without masks, we can see who people are. And people come up to me and they tell me these stories about how the personal trainer at the fitness center has really changed their life. One of our teammates told me, you know, she had to, when she first started, the person had to help her to sit up on her own. And now she's not only sitting up on her own and doing some exercise, she's teaching a Zumba class from time to time. So she is like really leaning in and taking uh, uh, control of her life, of her health, and really on a, a journey of just happiness and wellness. And really, uh, to me, that's the biggest thing we can do to really keep people well, support their journey, be out there in all these different capacities to say, we definitely, again, want to take care of you when you're ill. We want to take care of you in those great moments when you're having that baby, right? But we also want to be your partner in the journey of health and keep you well as well. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Atrium Nevis is one of the largest employers in our community. And I want to thank you for the role that you're playing uh, in the economy, you know, in the way of being a maker. And then, like I said, you know, streetlights are important. Stoplights are important, you, you know, government fund, you know, is important, but the health system, a, a good health system and access to health plays a major role in the well-being and the development of our community. But I mean, you can't do it by yourself. And I know that there are openings, you know, you're always looking for talent, you mm -hmm. know, talk about that, talk about uh, the advantages and there are probably many are working with uh, Atrium Navison in the process. Matter of fact, I had I was uh, fortunate enough to interview uh, Miss Griffin Aquila, mm -hmm. you know, talking about you know uh, 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 the, your role in trying to uh, they call it uh, yeah, they, they, they call it talent acquisition. Now, so That's I, right. <laughs> <laughs> talk a little bit about you know because there are individuals out there who might be looking for a career in healthcare. Or want to get started in healthcare, what have you? So talk about uh, the ramifications and the processes of becoming involved with Atrium from an uh, employment uh, perspective. Yeah, you know, you you thank you for for the opportunity to talk about this. I mean, I get so excited about how we talk about both uh, all of our teammates, both the ones that we have and that we're we're retaining and really working hard because as everybody knows in every industry, uh, you know, we're struggling with the, the quest for talent. That's why we call it talent acquisition. The talent is out there. We want to acquire you and channel you to be able to deliver your talents to the community through this wonderful organization. And we like to call ourselves the, the best place to care. And that's what we've been striving for. And we consider everybody caregivers. Caregiver. Sorry, you are either a direct caregiver where you're our doctors, our nurses, our pharmacists, our therapists, or you're an indirect caregiver, somebody like me, an administrator or a secretary or a housekeeper or a food service worker, where you are then delivering your care through somebody else. You're supporting their ability to care for their patients. And so we know that Atrium Health Navison has for a long time uh, and continues to be the leader as the best place to care in our community. And we are looking for talent across the board. So 
folks like Akilo, one of our rock stars you just mentioned, is out there sourcing talents. And we work closely with Bibb County Schools. We work with all of our academic, uh, uh, major uh, post-secondary academic institutions. So Wesleyan, Mercer, Central Georgia Tech, Middle Georgia State, all the different schools where we are looking at both, again, clinical and non-clinical professionals. Fort Valley University, huge and growing partner with us as well. And we go in and we say, what is it that you have found to be your life's calling or your talent, and how do we get you into the organization? And we do that with a very a variety of approaches. Like some of those programs are very focused. We have a partnership with Bibb County where we're looking at EMS talent and uh, cre creating internships for recruitment for those students who want to be paramedics and first responders. We have nursing programs. We have direct pipelines for individuals who want to come into EVS, right? And we do some programs, some of those programs around giving people second chance opportunities because we believe in uh, rehabilitation and we believe that that's important for health, right? So health, part of health is having a good job so you can produce income and have health benefits to take care of yourself and your family. And so we view that uh, from a, a diversity, equity, and inclusion perspective, from a social justice perfect, uh, uh, perspective. And we're looking at all those different sources and saying, all of you have gifts, all of you have talents, and it's important for all of us as a society. So all of Macon Bibb County and our surrounding Central and South Georgia community for us to tap into everybody's talents and figure out how we convert those or use that in service to everyone else. And what's the best calling in life but to be of service. And so we, we are just the forum and the medium for that. You all have the talent, all of your audience, all of the people they support. That's who we want to come and be a part of this wonderful organization because we feel like it's a wonderful place to deliver service. Well, I agree that it is a wonderful place. So if someone is interested, they can go maybe probably, they probably can find everything on the website. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, this generation they don't really talk to you that much. They, right. <laughs> they just want to do everything automated, and we have made it as simple as possible for that to happen. I want to Akila probably talk to you about this. Some of our um, uh, uh, pipeline programs have been designed to. We have uh, tracked the entire uh, process from application to processing to interviewing to offer of employment to, to to actually starting. And in some cases, we've gotten that down to less than five days, and and consistently, which is can you just think about that? You apply for a job and five days later, not only do you have an offer, you can start. So we wow. have processed you, wow. we've gotten you ready to go. And and that is an amazing team actually that's, that's, that's leading that effort. But again, it's because we understand that people are talented, uh, that they uh, uh, they could use their talents wherever, and we want them to be a part of this organization. So you can go to our website, you can reach out to us, uh, just call us on uh, our human resources department if you're having any struggles there, come to any number of uh, job fairs or uh, recruitment events that we do that we publicize, and we'll have uh, some of our talent acquisition leaders there to help you through the process wherever you are in the process. Well, this is outstanding. And I, again, want to publicly thank you and Atrium Navison for the role that you all are playing in making us a better community, improving the quality of life, making us a healthier community. And I'm so glad that Dale Vecchio Finney came to Macon as the CEO. You're playing a significant role. And I, I heard you mention that we have welcomed you with open arms. And I want I know you want to reemphasize that you all have an open door policy and you want to reach out to the community and you want the community to let you all know, you know, what's going on. And I'm sure that all of that information as it relates, not only as a talent acquisition 
but all of the programs that are offered through Atrium Navison. We all know that the holiday season is coming up. You know, this is November and you got the Christmas season and people are excited. But Atrium, you know, is playing a role in our health and safety. So we want everybody to be safe and have joyous holidays. Anything coming up? Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's great that you should ask. So I, first off, I will point people to our website. It's www.navicenthealth.org, where you can see uh, all of our calendar events. But specifically for the holidays, two things. We'll do our annual lighting of the Christmas tree uh, at the Belvin Knight Olson Children's Hospital. And then we also do our annual uh, reindeer run. It's 5K and, and as well as a fun run that we do for the community. Talk about health and fitness. What better way to get out there with your neighbors? I bring my daughter. We run for five miles or yeah, three miles and we have a great time. So definitely look forward to that. Thank you very much. And thank you again for the role that uh, Interim Nevison is playing in our community. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex C. Habersham, having interviewed Mr. Dale Becky Finley, who's the president and CEO uh, Atrium Navison Health. Thanks again for all you do, sir, and keep you, it sir. good work. Remember, a healthy community is a vibrant and a rich community, so we all need to strive toward being healthy, not being sick, but if we are sick, you know, we got a good resource to get better, and then we also need to pay attention to the pre preventive measures that Atrium, in which Atrium is involved. A call to action. I'm your host, Alex C. Habersham. Have an interview with Mr. Dale Beck and your family. Have a great day. www.makingblackpages.com Ready, Central Georgia. This is Alex Habersham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on a new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. We either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. Coming soon.